can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. I am working a bit more on the on the dating podcast. And as part of that, I've got this new Hinge profile. Anyway, I'm not going to go into it. But what I wanted to do was I, I have this photo of me smiling and this guy responded to the photo and he said, when you smile, it looks like everything on your face smiles with you. Your cheeks, your hair, nose, eyes, dot, 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 everything. Oh. Love heart emoji. Do you know how I know this is a pickup line? How? Because I have Botox around oh, my eyes yeah. and there's no way that my whole face, <laughs> I'm not one of those people where my whole face smiles oh, with my that's smile. That's a really nice compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the top half of your face, if you were wearing a face, mask you would not be able to tell in the yes. top half of your face that you were yes. smiling <laughs> yes and if there's any botox shamers out there please just don't like i don't yeah. like <laughs> she'll live her own life i live my own life i get botox let's let's move on but yeah i just thought that was really funny because i was like i wanted to write back and be and be like not possible i get botox yeah. <laughs> But you just you just left it. Uh, to be honest, it was a bit. It was a bit. You know, I'm not kind of into that. Um. Yeah, he's he's not a reformed bad boy with that he's kind of compliment. <laughs> Way too nice, not reformed yeah. bad boy. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, another thing that you found, you've been on TikTok as always and you found and oh my god I almost died with laughter actually Megan in our team sent this to me and I was like Hannah has to see this immediately in we'll post the video in our episode notes so that you guys can go and actually see it because visually it's a masterpiece but can we just like put a little bit of the audio in here which is of Scott Morrison um and his thoughts on Vagisil I can't be more blunt about it stop it it's not sensible it's not helpful it is not necessary it is not something that people should be doing. <laughs> now, on dating stories, we Ooh. actually have a guest on for our cringy convo today, and she has a dating story for us because she lives in Sydney, so she's free. So she's going to share a dating story with us. Um, so that is Dr. Lucinda, our resident GP. We're also talking about your keratin treatment, Hannah, and of course, our products we didn't know we needed. Did you get the cringy combo or that we're just skipping that? That was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the cringy combo. So let me do that for you. So on this week's episode, why does your period make you poop more? <laughs> And then I'm talking about my keratin treatment and, of course, the products we didn't know we needed. (laughs) So I think today's cringy combo is a little bit topical for me because I'm about to get my period. So this was actually perfect timing for me. But this request came in from someone in our team who I'm going to leave anonymous because I don't know if she wants everyone to know that she put this request. I I think that's the right thing to do. (laughs) But 
she said, can you please talk about why having your period makes you poo more? And I was like, that is a great question. We should definitely get a doctor on to ask that. And so we thought we'd bring on Dr. Lucinda, who is our resident GP at Beauty IQ Uncensored. And you're going to answer that question for us because we don't actually know. And I was on a walk with one of my other friends and I said, do you know why that happens? She was like, no, but that's a great question. So I'm sure a lot of other people are thinking it. I'm literally so glad that people are into like asking these really open and honest questions, actually, because the thing is, is that like pooing loads on your period is totally normal. And like apparently just like because there's been loads of studies and loads of brave women out there who have like even had like balloons popped up their bottoms just to like let us know about gut sensitivities and stuff, which is really sweet. Um, But basically around like 30% of women can have like diarrhea and stuff on their periods and that's like totally normal and there's a couple of different theories as to why although like there's nothing that's in solid evidence and so the most common theory is related to sort of hormone changes in our period so for example the most common one is a hormone called prostaglandin which is secreted by our womb lining to help our womb contract to shed the lining of the womb which causes our period and they feel that that hormone may possibly leak into our gut muscle, which also may lead that to contract as well. Um, and then obviously that can cause things like pain and bloating and also diarrhea. But then we've also got some other hormonal changes that are going on throughout our menstrual cycle, like uh, with progesterone and estrogen, for example, and where you may find that uh, you have sort of like diarrhea during your period. Some people may even get constipation sort of mid-cycle, just around like the ovulation time. And that's thought to be related to this progesterone estrogen increase, which basically slows down your gut, making you constipated. And then when those sort of like levels deplete, they think that that may have the opposite effect and makes food sort of move faster through your gut tract as well, causing diarrhea, which is really, really interesting. But other than that, there's other sort of reasons related to it. So things like stress and anxiety and like our mood changes can have a big impact on our gut. And like, I don't know if your colleague might have like IBS, for example, like irritable bowel syndrome, because the studies have shown that people with irritable bowel syndrome, uh, with gut um, sort of conditions in general, and also things like endometriosis, which is where you have patches of your wound lining and sort of other parts of your body more commonly through your gut, they are at definitely increased risk of having sort of gut related symptoms during their period like diarrhea and bloating and pain and stuff so yeah those are basically the theories as to why that's really that explains a lot (laughs) for me because I have constant gut issues and I always have something go wrong around my period so literally and I don't so that would make sense because I don't have the same have you never had diarrhea or anything around your period Hannah I've never like when when this topic was written in the schedule which was just it was just put into my calendar. Why does your period make you poop more? <laughs> and I was like, hmm. Like, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've experienced that. So You should ask your sisters. I, see if they've experienced it. Do you know what though? I, the reason I probably don't know is because my period just surprises me one day. I don't count. I don't know the date. I don't, I have no idea when it's coming, but I wear panty liners every day. So it really doesn't matter <laughs> um, if it surprises me. So I guess I just probably 
don't really like think about it too much. So so next time I get my period, I'm going to I'm going to take note of my bowel movements, Joe, and I'll let you know what happens. Okay, yeah, keep a diary. It's literally hilarious. <laughs> because like I cannot wait for my period because that's when the bowel actions occur it's like that backlog that you're waiting for (laughs) it goes to town so I know exactly when my period's happening it's the weirdest thing ever it's a good warning isn't it (laughs) it totally is I was going to ask a question around being on the pill because you mentioned that hormone prostaglandin but does that still happen when you're on the pill and you're getting I guess a fake period in some ways like does that still occur or am I just getting like diarrhea for no reason and I think it's attributed to my period. <laughs> no that's actually um, a really really good question because the pill totally does regulate your cycle and it actually prevents your normal ovulation track so being on the pill can actually help people who suffer especially like with IBS and stuff like that and get these sort of cramps and diarrhea and even you know as you probably know like if you get really bad painful periods and even mood swings it can help stabilize all of that because it's got you on a set level of hormone of progesterone and estrogen when it comes to prostaglandin stuff though um apparently something that one can use if you know where you are in your period so about one to two days beforehand you can take ibuprofen because that actually inhibits the prostaglandin which is really interesting so that's sort of a theory if you're looking down like the medication side of things and does cramping like getting period cramps can that like drive bowel movements at all it does it have anything to do with that yeah so that's where um the prostaglandin sort of theory comes into it where you've got that hormone that's released to to contract the womb that may leak out into the bowel gut lining to contract the bowel lining oh so that's what the contractions are caused by yeah right okay this should be a medical podcast I think. <laughs> um i'm so really into this information yeah, totally. <laughs> and we've had a lot of requests around talking about the pill as well so let's cover that in another episode because um, we've kind of covered off the um, pooping more on your period situation. So maybe on another episode we can talk a little bit more about the pill um, because I know a lot of people have questions around whether it's safe to take or how long should you be on it for or like when should you come off it when you want to get pregnant and stuff like that. So that could be a really interesting episode, I think, because yeah, Hannah, I know we're definitely planning pregnancies over here, aren't we? Ha <laughs> 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 ha, yes, totally. Joe, have we finished talking about poop? Because I have some dating questions. <laughs> Go right ahead. All right. So I went on a walk, as we spoke about in a previous episode, I went before before stage four lockdowns, I went on a, I went on a walk with a doctor and I said to him I was like because I've been asking all the doctors that I know this I'm like is working as a doctor as sexy as Grey's Anatomy like are you getting as much action as he said there was a little bit of that going around oh my gosh (laughs) do you know what though guys are totally different so are you saying that my Grey's Anatomy fantasies of working as a doctor isn't quite true I think like as a guy, like I've definitely, okay, right. Listen, yeah. Um, I can obviously speak from the UK clearly, but I'm sure it goes around everywhere. But the guys definitely get more action than the ladies, I have to say. Because like the thing is, you like, oh, there's bare nurses, like female nurses on the ward and stuff. Whereas there's barely any like yeah, male right. nurses. So like, you know, they've, they've got obviously a lot of that going on, a bit of flirting. Christmas parties are just just wild uh so it's just, um, <laughs> I don't know. so um yeah they're quite lucky the guys are 
but I don't know. Depends. Depends what you want as a lady as well. I would watch Grey's Anatomy as a young woman and immediately I was like, okay, I want to be a doctor. Like not 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 for any other reason except I was like like McDreamy and McSteamy. I'm like, if this is what the doctors are like, like I'm in. <laughs> oh, my days. It's so like not a reality though. <laughs> yeah. I must say none of the plastic surgeons or cosmetic surgeons I ever worked for were along those lines either, Hannah. So I don't know. I don't know if it's maybe maybe a bit of an illusion. <laughs> but can I ask, is the medical knowledge in Grey's Anatomy accurate? Do you know what? At times I've learned stuff from Grey's Anatomy, not gonna lie. At oh, times it has been wow. very good. Other times you're just sort of like, Whoa, what are they talking about? And that is well wrong. So it's just uh yeah, it, it's very variable. But they love the weird and the wonderful, which is like totally what especially what hospital medicine is about it's like oh what's that really rare autoimmune disease that you'll see like maybe once in a lifetime we should definitely exclude that one because I saw it on Grey's Anatomy right okay (laughs) (laughs) well anyway thank you so much for joining us today Dr Lucinda we've learned a lot about pooping on your period so I hope everyone enjoyed that content and they're shaking their heads along with us going oh my god yes I totally was wondering that as well so We'll have you on again, um, maybe to talk about the pill or something other, you know, something else completely unrelated, which is probably likely because Hannah and I like to go off on tangents. So if you're open I, to talking about dating, we're here for it. You're allowed to date in Sydney. I know. Dating in Sydney is like legitimately, this is the funniest situation I've ever been in my life. So like I've never done like dating apps and stuff like that. And I was like, okay just feeling a bit of a dating that let's see what's going on so you know download the classics hinge or no not hinge actually bumble the hinge is on my mind uh bumble and tinder and whatever and there was one dude and he was just like you know when the lockdown lows are like kind of chilling out and you're allowed to have people at your place and everything he was like okay cool um i'm just having a little barbecue around mine you know you should come over and i was like yeah cool as long as there's like 1.5 meters distance you're not having this many people and no one's got viral symptoms i'll like totally be there. <laughs> Classic doctor. Oh my god, it's so hilarious. But then I when I arrived, I was like, okay, there's a bunch of guys and they all look like really good mates. And then there was a bunch of girls who look like they just don't know each other. And I was just like, so who do you know here? And every girl was just like, oh I just know this guy. And I was just like, this is like the most obvious thing ever. So this guy basically had invited all these girls from dating apps to his place. No. Oh, no. Legitimately, legitimately, this is the hilarious thing. Were all his friends single? So he was yeah. like doing this weird meet and greet with all these Bumble girls yeah. and all his single friends. But I swear like all these girls were for oh him. Oh my God. <laughs> just like, oh my God. Oh my God. It was so who funny. Who does but that? Like, I don't know who does like someone with like serious testosterone levels but for me it was a proper (laughs) laugh because like all the girls basically just stuck to one side of the room we just had the time of our life because we were like oh my god I would have turned around straight away and been like this isn't for me (laughs) I know what Hannah would you have stayed yeah probably if all the girls were really fun and there were a few cute guys to flirt with I would have stayed for sure you're asking me you're asking me now I haven't had sex in like who 
God knows how long. So, like, I probably would have definitely stayed. You stayed for the food, Dr. Lucinda. I stayed for a bit, like, less than the two-hour recommended time, obviously, because of transmission of yeah. COVID, whatever, within a certain period. Um, but, like, I met some awesome girls there. And so, literally, we, we just chilled so hard and just, like, had such a good time. And it was really funny because all the girls were like, 1.5 meters, 1.5 meters. We were all really, really sensible, whereas the guys were, like, trying to sit next to us. And I was like, mate, you need to, like, step aside. You just, like, stay yeah. over there. Get out of my personal but, space. <laughs> literally. So funny. But afterwards, I was like, I said to him, like, look, mate, you know, this is not for me. But if you ever have, like, any other parties or do's, just let me know. Um, because, like, your taste in girls is amazing. And I've met some really good mates through you. That was just so much. Honestly, it was the funniest thing I've ever been a part of. Oh, there's a silver lining from a really what would have been messed up story mm. is that you made some girlfriends. Who doesn't love that? Totally. Love them as well. They're so stunning. But that's definitely but, yeah. put me off ever wanting to do dating apps, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. That story is quite off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is, like, you can sniff it out. And then if it feels like a creepy crowd, obviously, like, you just you run. You just go as fast as you can. But, like, everyone seemed pretty chill and it's kind of just like a little gathering thing. And the girls were, like, super sensible. The guys were looking really confused in the corner of the room, thinking, why all the girls, like, just speaking to each other and not us? But it was definitely an experience. And, um, yeah, I had a great time. Met some good girls, so it was good. Yeah. Well, being new to Sydney, it was a great opportunity to meet friends. So Australian men are really welcoming, welcoming you to our country. So that's good <laughs> <Yeah>. to see. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We will chat to you very soon, I'm sure. Sounds great. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's been a pleasure. Happy you learned about poo today. Favourite topic. (laughs) So, Hannah, you did something to your hair before we went into lockdown. And I'm very interested to hear about this because you sent me a photo and I was like, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, totally. So, tell us. Ever since we did that episode with Natalie Ann, I have mm-hmm. been desperate to get a keratin treatment. And so I we started stocking a brand called Goldwell. And Goldwell do a keratin treatment called Kerasilk. And they hooked me up with Conrad Hair, which is a hair salon in Armadale in Melbourne. And I got a keratin treatment. So I wanted to tell you guys what Before happened. Before you get into it, yes. can you tell us what is a keratin treatment for? Yes. Okay. So we've all, we all know about the chemical straightening that I used to get done. Yes. The reason I got that done though, was because I'd get to a really humid destination and I'd be like, I can't do this. So I'd get the chemical treatment and a chemical treatment actually breaks the bonds in your hair. So it restructures the hair so that it becomes dead straight. And as part of that process, you obviously can cause quite a bit of damage to the hair and mine eventually did fall out. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't look, if you're going to do that, make sure that you go to a reputable hairdresser. Um, (laughs) But also you've got to grow out chemical straightening, don't you? Yes, yes. It's it's permanent. If it falls out, there's less of an issue. Um, (laughs) But so basically what a keratin treatment does is it kind of infuses, I don't know if that's the right word, but it kind of infuses the hair with keratin. And keratin is um, a a naturally occurring protein in hair, skin and nails. Um, Mm -hmm. And so what that does is that smooths and softens the hair rather than actually breaking the bonds down. It actually kind of injects the hair with keratin. 
which is oh, the stuff that, okay. that makes hair healthy. Yeah. But do you know what? Who who gives a shit how it works? Like we just yeah. really care what the result is. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Does anyone care how Olaplex works? No, they just want to know it works. Um, wait, so how long does it last? So it does wash out and it and it lasts ah. for about between three to five months. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. But what I'll say is it doesn't make your hair straight. What yep. it does is makes your hair manage- more manageable. It makes it smoother. It um, reduces the amount of frizz. And mm-hmm. it also means that your hairstyle lasts a lot longer. So okay. I straighten my hair now and it and it doesn't then buff up the next morning, which, ah. is, which, is, which it does usually. So subscribe to our YouTube channel and there will shortly be a YouTube video where you'll actually see it happen at the salon. But the process takes between two, I would say up to five hours, depending on how long and thick your hair is. If you have like really long, really thick hair, you could probably expect to be there for for four to five hours. I was there for, I think, between three and four hours, but I had a haircut too. Mm-hmm. So you get there, they wash your hair, they blow dry it, then they get the keratin treatment and they soak every strand in the keratin. They then blow dry it. And then this is the bit that's a bit weird. Well, I found a bit weird. So mm-hmm. then they, they get a, a little sec- section by section. You can imagine how many sections my hair would have. Yeah. <laughs> and they go over each section that's been blow dried with keratin the hair's coated in keratin treatment and then they go over seven times with the straightener, oh. like seven passes. And then do they wash it again after? They leave it in and then they wash it out and then I had it cut and then they blow dry it and it oh. was so smooth. But like your hair technically every time you go to the hairdresser, your hair should be smooth Yeah, you're blow drying it. So what I then did was I wait five days and then you wash your hair and then you'll see like the actual result. And so you let your ha- I let my hair dry naturally. And what we'll do is on stories when this episode comes out on the Monday, I'll show you a before and after. It, it was quite dramatic, wasn't it? Jo? Yeah. What I feel like I am is like I'm a bit of a beauty guinea pig. So mm-hmm. I like to try these things out so I can then tell people on this podcast or on yeah. YouTube or whatever, like I can actually give you some like, I mean, I work in beauty, so I love doing different treatments. Mm-hmm. Any facial treatment or any hair treatment. I mean, if I lived in Thailand, I probably wouldn't bother. I'd probably just let my hair (laughs) run wild. (laughs) Um, Now, something I see on like descriptions of products and stuff is that things are keratin safe or suitable for keratin treated hair. There's like specific products you have to use when you've had a keratin treatment, isn't there? Yeah. So they recommend, and and I am using it because I think if you're kind of investing in the treatment, you want it to, to last as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So I am using the Goldwell Kerasilk Control. So they've got a shampoo and conditioner. Mm-hmm. So I'm using both of those at the moment. They actually, I, I find the products because they're enriched with keratin. Yeah. They'll help to maintain the results of salon keratin treatments. Mm-hmm. But I also have been using the intensive smoothing mask, which is the same, the Kerasilk Control intensive smoothing mask. Yeah. And that has color protection as well. Um, I just love a hair mask. Like my hair is so dry. And what ingredients can't you use in it? Is it sulfates, sulfates. you can't use? Yeah. Okay. Can't use sulfates. So any shampoo or anything with SLS in it, you can't use. I mean, you could, but it would make it not last as long. Oh, I think it like washes it out. Yeah. I'm yeah, pretty sure like that's like the big no-no. Okay. Okay. So another thing that I really wanted to talk about was color. So how the keratin treatment will affect your color. Mm-hmm. So as we know, I went blonde about 18 months ago and I've been on this 
effed up journey trying mm-hmm. to get my natural hair color back. I'd use some box dyes once again trying trying it for YouTube because <laughs> um, my hair had gone orange and then I'd used a box dye. And so what box dyes do, if, they're, if you're mixing two colours together, it's got like a peroxide in it to lift the colour. Mm-hmm. What that's done is it's lifted like my natural colour. So now so now I've got like really dark roots because the what the keratin treatment does is it, it strips the colour from your hair. Okay. So – she said to me, she's like, look, it's probably going to strip out this color because I'd used an, like a semi-permanent box dye. So she had actually recommended, which was so good. The, the team at Conrad was so amazing. Like she really went through like the whole color thing with me. She's like, stop dyeing your hair and just get like one of those, condi- like a, either a tint or something that's con- like one of those conditioning treatments. Like a toner? Well, so I've used two products and I feel that it's actually really improved the color. Did you mm-hmm. see the before photo of like how it completely stripped my hair yeah. of all the color mm-hmm. and it was looking quite orange? So I'm using the Evo Fabuloso Cool Brown Color Boosting Conditioner. That's like a toning conditioner. Yeah. But then also another one is the Redken to take out the red tones is the Redken. Um, oh, the brown light. Yeah. So I've, I've tried both of those. So what I'm going to do from here on out is only use, I'm not, I'm not dyeing my hair again. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. That brown lights um, shampoo and conditioner is great for, for brunettes who get that brassiness through their hair. Yeah. So now I'm just literally going to let the color grow out. So I'll be using that Evo cool brown toning conditioner mm-hmm. to like sort of like a bit of a fresh color. But yeah, I'm just going to have to wait till it till it grows out. So that was also a good tip that I picked up. You would preferably get the keratin treatment, wait two weeks and then get your hair colored. Right. Okay. So you still can go and get it professionally colored. Yes. Yeah. You can get it cut. You've got to wait two weeks okay. to get colored. Can you still use those products, the shampoo and conditioner, if you haven't had the keratin treatment? Is that like any help? It smooths it out or? Totally. I was using those before I got the treatment. Okay. And did you see how smooth my hair is looking at the moment? It's like much more managed, like as in the frizz. Was, yep. It really does help, but obviously you're not going to get the same results mm-hmm. as you would from a salon treatment. So I like it just depends, I guess, if you do have like a little bit of frizz but you don't want to get a keratin treatment, I would definitely recommend the Goldwell Kerasilk shampoo conditioner. But the mask is my probably my favourite. Okay. I think the mask is my fave. I've learned a lot from this little discussion, to be honest. I didn't know anything about keratin. Yeah. yeah. So, look, it's hard to actually describe it. So, it'll be on YouTube. It'll be on our story. So, if you, you won't be able to miss it. Yeah, you won't miss it. It'll be everywhere, honestly, <laughs> everywhere when this episode comes out. <laughs> But I have to say a big thank you to the team at Conrad Hair. They was actually had a really – do you know what it was like? It was like going on a holiday oh, to the hairdressers. That's we've nice. Because we can't do anything. In- oh, that's how sad things have gotten. <laughs> yeah, I know. It just really felt like a bit of a holiday. And it looked, yeah. felt like everyone – I mean, obviously I wouldn't do it now because we're in stage – but if you're in other parts of Australia, you can obviously go and get yourself a keratin treatment. Yeah, enjoy everyone. <laughs> My product today is a little unexpected because I haven't really been wearing that much makeup, to be honest, but I have worn a little bit of makeup recently because I find, I know this sounds really superficial, but honestly doing my hair and makeup on the weekends really puts me in a better mood when I've got nothing else to do with my time and I'm literally just sitting at home. It does make me feel better. So I have been using, and I've had this 
eyeshadow palette in my drawer for ages, have never really used it. I experimented with the orange that was in it a while ago, but I wanted to do a brown winged liner. And so I got out this designer brand's palette. It's called the ICU Mineral Eyeshadow Palette in Fired Up. And it's $12.99, which is a bloody bargain. But what I do with that is that there's a really nice deep brown, like a chocolatey brown shade in there. I spray the um, liner brush from the designer brand's brush set, which I'm obsessed with, which Mm. I always talk about. I think that's been one of my products I didn't know I needed before. But I use the liner brush out of that wet and then I dip it into that eyeshadow and then I use that to create a brown wing because I don't actually have a brown liner in my collection of things, which is surprising, but I don't have one. So that's how I've been doing my little brown cat eye wing and I'm loving it. It lasts all day, really long wearing, and it looks really nice in my humble opinion. No one can see it, but I think it looks pretty good. So what about that mustard color? (laughs) I actually really like that. It's actually really cool. No, it looks like a really nice palette and I like the, yeah. the chocolatey color looks really nice. And so is the, um, it's got like a burgundy color in it as well. And I've got on today on my eyes, you know how you said earlier that I looked nice in our Zoom call? You do, yes, you do. I'm wearing the glitter in the middle there. We're obviously both looking at a photo of it. Yeah. It's like a champagne-y, almost orangey champagne glitter. And I have that as my wing today, which Very nice. I also think looks pretty good if put some effort in today for once I did yeah yeah. (laughs) for once I'm not wearing my dressing gown and have my hair in a bun um so yeah that's my product I didn't know I needed um Hannah over to you I had a product that was non-beauty related do you mind if I talk about that first really quickly yeah you can do two we're in lockdown do whatever you want all right so look if anyone's gained weight over ISO I feel you I've gained eight kilos and all of my first all my jeans stopped fitting me fine not wearing jeans at the moment then all of my Lululemon pants stopped like were giving me like a red band around you know like when they dig in yeah and they're just way too tight and I was like I'm sick of this and then we went into lockdown again and I'm not exercising as much and I'm not eating as well and I was like no I need to I need to find some pants that make me feel comfortable and I feel I can walk in them and I can work in them and I can sleep in them and I just never have to take them off so I bought these Lululemon they're the wonder under (laughs) the wonder under pants and they I swear they're like maternity pants like this okay they've got this band around your stomach that like is so yeah it's like really comfortable oh that sounds comfy oh my god joe they are so and so like even if you kind of like you know gain a little bit of weight or whatever like they're just so comfy can I give a budget option for anyone yeah because these are $120 (laughs) I'm such a bougie bitch when it comes to my workout gear I'll be the budget bitch here yeah so I'm currently wearing right now the cotton on body I think they're called the soft like soft touch or soft I have those two yeah tracksuit pants or they might also be pajamas I'm not really sure oh my god they're the best they are the best I've got the gray and I've got the black and they're so soft I did just buy a whole heap of cotton on body stuff I got these yeah, like same. have you seen the rib flare pants no I haven't oh they're like flared tracky pants like 
And then I got the matching t-shirt. I'll have to send you a pic when I try them on. Do we need to say that we don't have any sponsors for this show? Yeah. Just in case anyone was wondering, we literally talk about whatever we want to talk about. So including Chemist Warehouse and other retailers. (laughs) Priceline, Aldi, we don't care. We make up the rules. Um, We do work for Adore Beauty. So we obviously talk a lot about Adore Beauty, but no one sponsors the show. Like this is just genuine. (laughs) Just in case. And that's voluntary, not because they don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So onto my products in No Needed. So Cora Organics Noni Glow Skin Food. This is a supplement. And as you know, I have been having acai bowls every morning. I bought uh, a very expensive blender at the start of lockdown. Mm -hmm. At least you've gotten good use out of it. Oh my God. I've gotten such good use out of it. What I do, I add like a scoop of protein powder, but then I also add in a scoop of this Noni Glow Skin Food with prebiotics. So Mm -hmm. what is in it? So it's got Noni, which is like the Cora Organics. Their hero extract. Yes. It does also have acai, which is just a bit of an added, I already add like frozen acai berries, but this is just a bit of an added. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a superfood. It's delicious. It's got blueberry, which is rich in fiber and vitamin A and C. Got matcha green tea and Mm, obviously prebiotics, which is really good for a healthy gut. Does it have a taste? Because I haven't used this one yet. Yeah, it's kind of got that berry kind of flavor. It's completely nice. It's not, it's not, it doesn't taste like those greeny, you know, the green, like spirulina y ones. Yeah, I just don't like supplements that taste like dirt and grass. That's pretty much my only. Yeah, no, it's and 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 if you're mixing these, I find when I mix these in with a smoothie or like a say bowl, I can't taste it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I mix my beauty chef stuff with orange juice because it just like it's berry flavored anyway. But yeah, and I think for me, it's I haven't been eating very well, so I'm tr- mm-hmm. I've been trying to add this to my healthy breakfast to to give me like a bit of a boost in the morning. So yeah, that's mine. Cool. Great. All right. See you next week. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.